everyone, and welcome back to A Pinch of Pixie Dust, the podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm your other host, Mandy. And we are here to talk to you about all things Disney. As always. Yes. So, for today's episode, we are going to be discussing Rise of the Resistance, and we are going to be talking about some fun facts about the ride. We'll probably throw our opinions in there, because we always do. Of course. (laughs) Um, So yeah, let's just get right into it. So, I guess we'll start with our opinions. We've both ridden the ride many a time. I feel like I've only been on it now twice, three times. Is that really it? It feels like we've been on it so many more times. No. Well, because, like, of the virtual queue and whatnot, like, it's not like you could ride it a whole bunch in a day. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Did I get, like, an extra ride in that you didn't maybe once? I don't know. I don't know. I do know we got the pre-show and you didn't the one yes, time. Yes, that one, the first time we wrote it, I didn't get the pre-show, and I was like, I don't know what we're doing, but yeah, it looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know you missed out on that initially, but you got it the second time. Yeah. We got it both times? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've only been on it three times. Then maybe I've been on it like four or five? You did go with Bryce's parents. True, when so it we was probably open. went on it then. Probably. So I probably have an extra ride. But it feels like we've been on it, like, so many times. It just feels like it's been there for so long mm-hmm. that we've ridden it over and over and over. But I guess we really haven't. Mm-mm. But the ride is incredible. Well, I like how it's not even just the ride, though. It's like a whole experience. Yeah, and I feel like, for me specifically, and for a lot of people out there who aren't, like, big Star Wars fans... It's still enjoyable for people who maybe don't like the movies. Mm -hmm. Because you understand, well, if you get the pre-show. Right. You understand what's going on. It's fully immersive. You really do feel like you are part of the movies and what's going on around you. But I feel like for Star Wars fans, it has to be like the greatest experience ever. Oh yeah, because like you see so many things from the movies and like you're like, oh look at there. There's... And I'm living it. Yeah, like there's a Mon Calamari, which you probably have no idea yeah, what that the means. Yeah, they're squid people. Okay, you do know what that means. I'm watching Mandalorian, I got oh, it. Oh, okay, good. I know what they are. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know much, but I do know that because I like them. I think they're fun. Yeah. Now, I know like for some Star Wars fans, like my husband, for example, he really enjoyed the ride. He really enjoyed like the actors when you're in line. Yes. Like yes, that yes, experience yes. is amazing. Yeah, the cast members do a fantastic job. But he would have preferred it to be original trilogy characters. I mean, that's fair. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, but that's just not what Batu is. Like Yeah. It's set in like the new era of Disney, so I get it. Yes. But um, I really do enjoy the ride overall. I mean, I do think it's one of my new favorites in Hollywood Studios. For sure. It's really good. Yeah. And I'm very surprised that, like, Disney hasn't had a ride like this previous to it. Right. It's kind of crazy. Well, I feel like it could be, like, a technology issue. Because I feel like they use a lot of new, like, trackless rides have just really come into existence very recently. Like, I don't know the year or anything. but no. So I feel like technology-wise, it's probably why they haven't. Yeah. But as we'll talk about in some of my fun facts, like, they use, like, multiple different ride systems in one to, like, make the ride to come together. So I think that's kind of cool, too. That is really cool. But I'm just talking even more, like, Star Wars theme things. Like, I know we had Star Tours for 
decades. Right. But I'm surprised they didn't have more Star Wars things for longer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't necessarily, until Disney bought Star Wars. But why not Star Wars, though? Right. I'm not even sure. I'll have to look into that. I'm not sure how they got the rights you know to what? do that. We might actually do a podcast on that. Yeah, because I'm not sure how they did that, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, because if they didn't own it, unless it was like a weird like deal, kind of like Sony, Marvel, like... Yeah, they're cooperating. thing. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to look into that because I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. But that's why we didn't get more of it because they didn't own them until recently. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Just think it out loud, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I want to do a podcast on that now, though. Write it down. <laughs> I will because we'll forget. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. We tend to do that. <laughs> Speaking of forgetting things, like before we get into the sh- episode. Yes. So... I, like, ran out of things to do at work the one day. Okay. So I did some of my research there because what else was I going to do realistically? So I didn't have my notebook. I always write my notes in, like, my little notebook. And so I just wrote it on, like, this piece of paper. And, like, thank God I decided to take a picture of it and send it to Alyssa. Because we always kind of, like, share our notes with each other so we don't have, like, the same things. And because I have no idea where that piece of paper went. So I'm going to be working off of my phone. So if my phone randomly like shuts down because it goes into sleep mode every so often, I'm going to be like, oh, oh no, what do I do? <laughs> but we'll try our best here. <laughs> All right. So I guess since we're talking about the fun facts, we should get into them. Let's do it. All right. You can start. Okay. So the ride is actually broken up into three different acts and is around 18 minutes long, which makes it like one of the longest attractions Disney has ever had. So the first act is learning about your mission. You find out what the ride's going to be about. The second act is entering the enemy territory. So when you go and see all the stormtroopers, hopefully that's not like a spoiler. Hopefully you've ridden it. Or like you've seen videos so you know. Exactly. So just a warning, mild spoilers maybe for the ride. Maybe, In case you haven't ridden it. And then the third act is your escape. Okay. Interesting. You know, I guess I didn't really put that together. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like a little story. But it really is. And they do a very good job telling it. But I guess when you're writing it, you don't think like, oh, look at the story behind this. Right. You don't like appreciate it. You're just like, that was fun. Let's go again. Exactly. But yeah, I guess it is. All right. My first fact. To fully realize the unique story, Imagineers created thousands of special effects including slashing lightsabers, blasting bolts, exploding walls, and massive star fields. So they went in and just created things right on the spot for this ride specifically, Mm -hmm. which I think is really cool. Yeah, agreed. So something that I thought was pretty cool, because like when you walk into the second act and you see all those stormtroopers, it's very like intense. Like you can feel like... It feels like you're in danger. Like, you're not, obviously, but it does feel that way. Like, the atmosphere kind of changes. Well, and this isn't a fun fact that I have written down, but I did read it a couple times. Like, Disney wanted you to feel the power of, like, Kylo Ren. They wanted you to feel that, Mm -hmm. and I think they did a wonderful job capturing it. Absolutely. Because it is kind of scary. It is, and, like... 
it looks like there's so many stormtroopers, and there really is. That's where my fun fact comes in. There's 50 of them. That's crazy. I did not realize that there were 50 figures there. Do you think they're, like, mannequins, or do you think that they're, like, model, like, clay models? Like, what do we think they are? Do we think they're animatronics? Well, some of them move. Yeah, their heads move. So, those ones are definitely animatronics. I don't know about, I don't think all of them are. I wonder. I wonder if they're just, like, mannequins that they have, like, dressed up and, like, bolted to the floor. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, I, like I said, the ones that move, obviously, are animatronic. Right. So. That's actually one of my fun facts, is their heads move. Not the rest of their body. But I will say, the first time I walked in there, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, like, a full horror movie. I thought they were all going to come at you. Oh, really? And I was like, look, I don't, I'll do these movies, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I got to do to fight them off. But I also have never realized that their heads move. I don't know if I've ever paid that close of attention. Really? Oh, see, I did because, like you said, like, it felt like they were going to come at (laughs) you. Yeah, I think I was just like, okay, I'm going to take a video and run. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, another thing that's super scary, though, the two Imperial Walkers, the AT-ATs. Oh, yeah. Did you know they are 72 foot tall? That's insane. That's so tall. That's really that's like tall. legit life, like like what they would be if, if they, they were like, like real. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's frightening. Yeah. Could you imagine building that? No. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, to be that high off the ground. That's a little frightening. I feel like though, that's not like the scariest thing we've talked about though. Oh no. I still think when we talked about the Incredicoaster. Them taking um, Mr. Um, Incredible up on top. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That big. Like, that would be terrifying to carry that heavy of equipment. All the way up. And I know they had, like, cranes and stuff that, like, did the heavy lifting, but they still needed people up there to, like, do what they needed to do. that freaks me out. Like, that freaks me out. Because, like, first of all, like, yeah, 72 feet is really high. Right. But, like... You're dragging something really heavy up to the top of a roller coaster. I don't know. That just seems to me way worse. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I get it. And I think it's because, like, it's outdoor, too. Yeah. So, like, it makes it worse. Yeah, because, like, I mean, not that, like, a mat is going to help you if you fall 72 feet. But, I mean, I guess if they have, like, maybe stunt mats there or something, you feel like there's more of, like, a cushion. Well, and I'm sure there's fall protection equipment. Like, you exactly. have to have that for OSHA reasons. Exactly. I know all about that because OSHA comes to our work sometimes. <laughs> But yeah, like, so it makes sense. Okay, speaking of the ADATs, the ATATs, whatever you call them, um, so there are technically only two in the ride, but they use a mirror effect to make it look like there's four. That's super cool. I did know yeah. that, but that is super cool. I like that. I it's don't... crazy that they can, like, just place certain things in different ways and it works. works. I never noticed the other two, though. So, Are they, like, behind? I think it's because, like, it's... Isn't it separate tracks? Because the cars... It is. So I wonder if it's, like, on the other side, like, where the other car goes. I so it looks know. like it's the same experience. But I've never... Realized there were four. Yeah. I've only seen the two. And hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was so busy, like, looking at everything. And, and you're, you're like, whoa! And you're going so fast. Yeah. Like, you don't have time to really... And you're, like, going under an Imperial Walker, so you're, like, looking up at it. Like, so you don't really... I don't know. Think about looking around. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll have to look next time. But no, I've never noticed that there were four. I haven't either. But yeah, next time we'll definitely take a look. 
So Rise of the Resistance was Walt Disney World's first trackless attraction. Of course, Ratatouille and... Um, Minnie well, and Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yeah, they followed. But yeah, yes. this was their first. Okay, let's see. Um, this I thought was kind of funny. So in the briefing room scene, BB-8 can be seen rolling on like the rock wall. I thought he was an animatronic. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's a puppet really? attached to a robotic arm with a rotating, like, spherical shell. And that's why he rolls, but he stops at a specific point. Yeah. But it's a puppet. It's not an animatronic. Interesting. Like, I know the robot arm is, but, like, him. Yeah. Like, BB-8 himself. I did not know I that. Didn't that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, for those of you curious, like, especially if you're a Star Wars fan and want to know, like, when this ride takes place, like, in the Star Wars, like, timeline, it takes place between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. So, between episodes eight and nine. Okay. That means nothing to me, but for all of you out there, You still haven't seen the new ones? No, I think I've seen bits and pieces of all of them, but I've never seen them all the way through. Okay. Like, I've definitely seen the scene of, like, Leia floating sp- through space. Yeah, that and everyone like, makes fun of. Yeah, and I've seen, like, I'm probably going to get this wrong. They might be TIE fighters, I don't know. But, like, they have, like, the red and blue, like, paint behind them or, like, and it's, like, in the snow. You know what I'm talking about? Red and blue paint. I don't know if it's paint. It might snow. be, like, gas or, like, air. But it's, like, red and blue and they're, like, fighting. I don't know. I'll find a scene and show her. Okay, yeah, because I'm not... I don't know what 100% sure what we're talking about right now, but... And, like, I've seen, like, the Ren, the Kylo Ren and, like, Ray like, love story thing. Like, I've seen bits and pieces of all of them, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen any of them all the way through. What do you think of the whole, like, love story thing? I think it's thing? stupid. Sorry. I know a lot of people like them. Sorry to all the Raylos out there. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, it's such a trope, like, the, the hate to love yeah crap i don't know i feel like you could see it coming mm-hmm. and also like why <laughs> i don't know it's just not my thing it also kind of like not to get into like psychology right now but i feel like it almost sends a bad message like oh if you know i just love him enough he's going to change <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's not how that works, usually. I mean, people can change, but... Yeah, I just... I don't... It's not my thing. No. Not my thing. Okay. Um, I have another fun fact about BB-8 and Ray. So, BB-8 is a large hologram effect of Ray, which is accomplished by the OLED display, or O-L-E-D. So, it's behind a one-way mirror, and that's how they get the hologram of Ray. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I don't even no, know I how you could do that, but isn't isn't the dancers in Haunted Mansion? They're like a they're mirror. something different, and I have a fun fact about those. Oh, two. do you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. So just in case you're wondering, for those of you who haven't ridden the ride and like you've seen the movies, some of the characters you'll see in the ride include, as Lucy said, BB-8, Ray, Kylo Ren, Poe Dameron, Finn, and General Hux. Yes. All of them. Yes. All of them and more. (laughs) Okay. Um, I guess I will bring up the Pepper's ghost effect now. So during the interrogation, the images of General Hux and Kylo Ren, they are the Pepper's ghost effect. Gotcha. Which is what they use in the Haunted Mansion for the dancing ghosts. Okay. So they use it in that as well. 
They it's use a, it a lot, I think. I feel like it's just an easy way to get that image that you want. Right. But if you don't know, you would never know. No, exactly. <laughs> um, so, in addition to those characters from the movies, there's also an original character that was created just for the ride. Um, we talked about Mon Calamari already, which Lissy knows, and I'm super proud yes, of her I do, for. I do, I do. <laughs> but his name is Lieutenant Beck, and he is a Mon Calamari. I like them. Yes. I like the squids. I'm here for them. You're here for it. <laughs> I'm here for the squids. They're fun. Um, okay. So, I didn't know this. It's not really a fun fact, but it kind of is. Guests can take home their own miniaturized version of the first order, like, short-ranged evacuation vehicle. Oh, really? I assume they sell them in the gift shop, like, attached to the ride. Yeah. But you could take home your own. Interesting. Did Isn't not that know that. Cute? That is cute. Okay, something, again, that, like, Star Wars fans will appreciate. The droid that pilots your vehicle to safety is an astromech, just like R2-D2 is, named R5. Okay. I don't know what that means. What is an astromech? What is that? It's the type of droid they are. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. See, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have one fact about a hidden Mickey. I couldn't find a lot of hidden Mickeys. I don't know if they just did one. But this hidden Mickey is located in the room with the, like, flailing Kylo Ren animatronic. It's the one that recently just broke in Disney, and he was just spinning around. <laughs> um, I'm sure somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. But as soon as you exit the gun room, where only one turret gun, um, it seems to, like, work. That's, like, the only one that's working. You enter a room, and you quickly pass by, like, a control panel. And there's a hidden Mickey on the control panel. It's the second one. And it's, like, three little silver buttons that create his head. Cool. Yeah. So, scenes for the attraction were shot during the filming of Star Wars Last Jedi and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So, while the actors were filming the movies, they were also filming scenes for the ride. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder how they, like, differentiated between, like, what was going to be for the movie and for the ride, like, do you think they already had it planned out? Oh, I'm sure they did. You think so? Or yeah. do you think they just were like, well, let's see what we get and go from there? No, I'm sure they did because, like, the for movies and stuff, they have to have, like, they have very set schedules on, like, when what they're going to film yeah, what. True. So I think they have to know that ahead of time. That's true. Okay, now, I have no clue what this means, but apparently it's very interesting. So Disney uses A1000 auto animatronics which appear throughout the attraction and these specific animatronics feature extreme like dynamic and lifelike movements so I don't know if they're like a higher technology I don't know if they're newer animatronics like new technology on the scene but they are a 1000 so I don't know what that means but I feel like that's interesting it is Okay, so the ride opened at Hollywood Studios on December 5th, 2019, and it opened in Disneyland on January 17th. Okay. Okay, my last fun fact is, this is a long one. In the transport, guests enter and exit through the same door, but exit onto the Star Destroyer. The transport is a motion simulator on a turntable. So while the simulator is in motion, it is rotated so that guests will exit 
onto the Star Destroyer set with like moving flaps for safety once it is stopped. But the animation is in sync with a circular motion. Oh, that's cool. It's a lot, but I feel like that's interesting how they get it to work yeah. and move. How you and like, make you feel like you're you went somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So this is like just for your general information. If you have little ones and like want to go on the ride, they have to be at least forty inches or one hundred and two centimeters tall to ride. So just make sure like they are before you like wait in line all that time, and then they can't go on because <laughs> that would stink for everybody. Exactly. Oh. That's all I have, so it's up okay. to you, girl. I have two more. So the attraction is a combined trackless dark ride, walkthrough ride, motion simulator, and drop ride system. So, of course, the trackless dark ride is when you're in the escape vehicle. Okay. The walkthrough is when you're doing the part where, like, all the um, stormtroopers are. Mm-hmm. The motion simulator is the transport you just talked about. Okay. And then the drop ride system is, of course, where you're in the elevator and then it, it drops. drops. Yeah. So it's all those things combined into one to make the experience happen. That's kind of crazy that they have to use that much. Mm-hmm. But it works so seamlessly. Yeah, and speaking of other, like, technologies that they use, they use four interworking ride systems, audio animatronics, practical sets, projection mapping, and screen-based media. So there is a lot that goes into this ride. I can't even imagine having to be an animator, or an Imagineer on this, and, like, figuring all of that out, and how all of that works together. Yep. Can you imagine, like, the engineers and things that do this? Yeah, like... I could never. They're super smart. (laughs) So smart. It's insane. So, good on you guys, because, wow, I could never... So, the Imagineers are smart, of course. Of course. You know who else is smart, Alyssa? Who is that? Our listeners, of course, because they listen to us. They are smart. Well, are they? I don't know. They're listening to us. (laughs) We want to thank you guys now. You are smart. Yeah. (laughs) This is for listening to the episode, Beauty and the Beast, the musical. Thank you to our listeners in Carrollton, Georgia, Cold Lake, Alberta, and Canada, Ambridge, Pennsylvania. Thank you to Los Angeles, California, Honolulu, Hawaii, Rochester, New York, Shout out to Minneapolis, Minnesota, Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada, Twinsburg, Ohio, Bethel Park, Pennsylvania, Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Thank you to our listeners in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, Dublin in Ireland, and Hishinchu in Taiwan. Thank you guys so much. We truly appreciate you. Thank you guys. Well, everyone, that will do it for this week's episode. We want to know, what is your favorite fun fact about Rise of the Resistance? Let us know on Facebook or Instagram. At a Pinch of Pixie Dust podcast. You can also email us at pinchofpixiedust at outlook.com. And until next time, guys, we hope your lives are full of faith, trust, and pixie dust. Bye, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone.